to the WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a fantastic show for you guys today. Lots of good, good topics. I'll find them. They're here somewhere. Ah, there's a good one. Now, China is limiting minors to one hour of video games per day and only on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays from 8 to 9 p.m. Now, we're going to have to figure out nice. sort of if there's a little more to this, but wow, that um, that is aggro. In other aggro news, uh, Reddit has banned COVID denial subreddit citing Rule 1 as justification. What is Rule 1? We'll be talking about that as well. Quantum computing just got weirder. New AMD quantum computing patent uh, quotes literally teleportation. We'll uh, we'll talk about that in in a little bit here. Also, a day off on Twitch. Every single Wait, streamer. Was, that's not today, is it? I actually don't know. Uh, uh, we're not we're not in violation of day off Twitch, are we? Took place on September first. We're oh, good. We're okay. good. It's okay. We're, okay. So now All Twitch right. is okay because we're that not day really is over. Like, yeah. Sure. Yep. Rolling the intro. Obviously, we're going to have to jump right into our headline topic for the day, the gaming ban for minors in China. Now, obviously, it's a little bit more complicated, but it's also not um, entirely unexpected. This new law supersedes 2019 rules that allowed 90 minutes per day and forbade playing between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., with the justification back then being that, well kids shouldn't be playing too many video games um, and they shouldn't be up late such that it will affect their schooling, which is, I mean, fair enough. But whether that is the role of the state or the role of the parent is um, something that I think a lot of people would disagree about. Um, the 2019 measures also limited minors' monthly spending on games to a maximum of $57, which appears to be unchanged. This new policy also enforces a policy requiring game companies to require players' real names when logging in. I mean, imagine, imagine having, imagine giving up your minor data protection laws in order to make sure that those minors who companies are now, by law, collecting information from, are not playing too many video games. That's um, that's an interesting double-edged sword right there. The press yeah. release on state media said it is indisputable that indulging in online games affects normal study life and teens' physical and mental health. I could see that. Young Chinese gamers are lashing out at the new rules. One objection, sexual consent at 14. At 16, you can go out to work, but you have to be 18 to play games. This is really a joke. You know, Pretty good observation as well. I don't think I could have put it any better myself. Now, to be clear, there's nothing that the Chinese government can do to prevent a minor from playing a single-player game completely disconnected from the internet. If, if there was, I'm sure they would be trying to figure out how to do that. In fact, my understanding is that functionality like that could end up being baked into game platforms like uh, the Chinese version of Steam, 
so that if you are playing a, a single player like offline game, uh, it could theoretically be enforced. But my understanding is there's no actual enforcement or attempt to enforce any kind of rule like that. This is mostly focused on online gaming. So let's talk, Luke. How would this have affected your childhood? Why don't we start with that? Pretty majorly, but probably not as much as you would think. We were an extremely sports-heavy household. I played mm-hmm. a lot of sports. Many days of the week, I was out at practice or game day. Um, I mostly, I'm remembering now, I raided in WoW. So that was two nights a week and essentially every single other night playing sports. So I wouldn't have been able to do that. But see, Because that would take, that would generally take three hours. But the problem here is that am I am I misinterpreting this? Is there only a one hour window in which For you can everyone. play video games? Yeah, everyone is tied within that one hour window. That's one of the most interesting things to me personally about this whole thing. It's is <laughs> the one specific one hour window between eight and nine p.m., which is like kind of sort of neat in a way because I feel like like you know all your friends are going to be online. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Because I mean, the thing about uh, the thing the about having something like a weekly limit is that if you were, you know, you had a sports ball practice on Tuesday night or you had a family dinner on Wednesday night uh, and you know, Thursday night, you had some homework to catch up on on Friday night. You could be like, "Woo! I'm staying up late. I'm going to play video games all night. Woo! I'm going to yeah. play some Pokemon yeah. Blue. Um, that's not possible. You can't really you can't really ration if you don't have. Uh, a ton of flexibility in terms of how you take advantage of that limited amount of time that you're allowed to spend gaming. What I want to know is, uh, actually, this is great. Uh, Floatplane Chat's already talking about it. Pirate LV says, rip their power grid. All those PCs starting up at once. Got to spin them hard drives. 1.2 billion hard drives spinning up at the same time. It's a lot. It's interesting. Um Yeah. I mean, and, and, and like it mentions, this is this is only online play. So this really isn't going to restrict everything. There is a lot of um, single-player games. I do wonder, and they might only do it for China, but I wonder if this might reduce the amount of uh, single-player games that require online handshakes constantly. You know, the amount, yeah. there's a huge amount of always online single-player games. and. Yeah. Again, maybe this just changes for China. Maybe this doesn't change at all. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, certain companies started kind of going like, oh, wait a second, we might get more sales if we don't make this single player game always online. But then again, um, I don't want to generalize, but um, China uh, has been sort of a, a hotbed for piracy. So if anything, I think a lot of these always online requirements are actually specifically targeting the Chinese market. So do yeah, you mean, really remove these? Literally everything gets pirated anyways. And, and that's fair enough. But I mean, you know, only China could literally pirate a subsidiary of ARM. You know, like that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is next That is next level. I mean, that might be, that might be the heist of the century at this point. Did you, did you hear about this? I don't even think this is in the dock this week. Is the ARM... The arm heist in in the dock. Let me uh, let me have a look here. So th- this is a totally totally unrelated news topic, but Arm China has basically gone 
Rogue. Um, I forget the exact order of events, but essentially the executive that was in China, because the thing is, in order to operate in China, you have to have some percentage of Chinese ownership. And so that uh, the, the executive that I believe has some kind of controlling stake in it pretty much said, um, see you later, parent company. We are now going to just start doing our own IP licenses and we're going to diverge our product development roadmap. And we are now we are now a different company. Um, bye bye. And it's hard to tell if that was precipitated by the rumors of an NVIDIA acquisition or if this was something that was just kind of a, a foregone conclusion and the wheels just started spinning faster when that started coming up. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's it's kind of crazy to think about, right? Because th certainly there have been Chinese firms like Huawei, for example, that have earned a reputation for corporate espionage. Um, you know, by any I mean, some of the stories really do sound like fiction, you know, planting engineers and, you know, secretly transporting materials out of offices and tr transmitting them somewhere else and like all this kind of crazy stuff. Right. And, it, you know, Arm China basically said, well, I don't know, all of that. Right. We're just going to what we have all the IP just by being this company. Why don't we just continue to be this company, but we'll be our own version of this company. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, I haven't actually looked into it in the last little while. So don't quote me on this. But as far as I can tell, I don't think the Chinese government plans to really do anything about it. So that raises a lot of questions about you know, how you're going to... Uh, Dark Force says, I thought the Arm China saga started way before the NVIDIA Arm attempted merger. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I just remember it kind of either it got kicked into high gear or maybe it was that all of a sudden it was more newsworthy because it cast that shadow of uncertainty over the acquisition. I, th I think you're probably right. Um, Catwalk Cluster f says uh, China doesn't create tech, they steal it. That's the thing, though. That's not actually true. I mean, yeah. um, especially now, the number of like high-level engineering graduates and science graduates coming out of Chinese universities compared to Western ones is mind-boggling. These are enormous educational institutions, and they are they are finding ways to pump out highly well, highly educated scientists in a way that uh pretty much no one else is right now as far as i can there's tell. also there's also the whole thing where like it's like north american and european kids it's like what what are their what are the what, what are the things that they most want to be when they grow up and right now if i remember correctly it's genuinely like youtuber and twitch streamer for north american european sorry, sorry. i've corrupted the youth. yeah it's, it's completely your fault no one else's. You you have all the blame. <laughs> solely I'm, sorry, I'm just so cool. I can't help if people want to be like me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> that weren't it. <laughs> uh, and then in China, it's it's scientist and astronaut. I think. Right. Yep. Or something. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it is. Scientist is one of them. I don't remember the other one. It might be scientist and engineer. I'm not sure. Don't or scientist kid. and doctor. I'm pretty sure it's scientist and doctor. So don't kid. Don't kid yourself. Um, uh, China's inventing lots. But there are areas where, um, whether it's due to uh, intellectual property protection or whether it's due to just the fact that it's been being worked on 
uh, elsewhere for so much longer. There are areas where China is behind and uh, you know, central processing is one of them, but obviously that's, <clears throat> that that uh, took a, a giant, a giant leap, f- a great leap forward. I think is probably the correct term for that uh, with the acquisition of arms intellectual property. And I have no idea how uh, the the documents um, and processes uh, that ARM uses uh, and references in the creation of their technology. I have, I have no idea how that is sequestered from, you know, one regional office to another. I, I would kind of think in order to, to you know, create a next generation ARM, you know, instruction, uh, like ISA, instruction set architecture, like whatever else, I would, I would imagine that... Um, kind of everyone would need access to everything <laughs> but i don't know I, I, I yeah maybe i mean maybe maybe it's more isolated than that maybe they have to kind of put the pieces together i have no idea i mean i it wouldn't even surprise me to read an article about you know a literal swat team storming the arm headquarters at this point like Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. So it's back to crazy. back to kids in China not being allowed to play video games. Yes. Um, there's two major questions here, right? Like one is, do video games actually you know harm you to such a degree that you should be you should be limited to an hour a day? Like, are these harmful? Um, the, the the statement that they made is indulging in online games affects normal study life and teens physical and mental health um your study life and your physical health like yeah unquestionably i also think the impact of online games on someone's mental health is actually probably a very interesting thing to look into and i think in a lot of cases it's probably negative um if you're if you're notably surrounding yourself specifically with friends um that's kind of its own thing, and that's interesting. Um, but I think a lot of times you just end up in COD lobbies where everyone's just screaming into the mic as many profanities and offensive things as they possibly can. And I don't know how helpful that necessarily is. So that specific statement, like, they're probably on on base with it. Um, that being said, I don't, I don't know. It, it gets interesting because it's a it's a different country and it's it's pretty much as different as you could possibly imagine. I mean, so like, is it possible that we just are completely out of touch Westerners and have no idea that actually this gaming addiction among Chinese youth is is a, a, an epidemic that is d- destroying an entire generation of people? Like, I don't it's know. It's different. It's different, right? It's it's very different over there. I have no idea. I can't, I, mean, I can't claim to say things with fact about a place that I know very little about. This is, uh, this is a great comment from Thelonious Mac that says, uh, this is not just about gaming. China's concerned about games being used as a means for subversive communications. It's hard to monitor the you know, messages between every, every dwarf in a WoW server, for example. Um, but the thing about that is that Okay, actually, that's kind of uh, that's kind of a good point. I was gonna say, you know, having an hour when everyone's online is basically, uh, if anything, increasing the amount of of potential noise that you might have to sift through in order to find these. It's not to be sifted through live communications, right? Um, 
because like literally everyone is going to be online at exactly the same time. The odds of coming across something useful seems to me might be might be lower. But then again, if you are limiting their ability to communicate to just you know one hour a day, um, maybe that's just sort of deemed useful. But then the thing is. I mean, these are kids, right? These are probably not revolutionaries that are, you know, gonna gonna storm the capital. Um, is is this really who we're concerned about? Like, help me out here. I don't know. It's very different there, right? Like, I don't know. Um, so should I, I? I can't. I can't. I I don't think I can pose any real understanding of this because I don't understand. I don't, I, I lack so much knowledge on, on Chinese culture and their situations. Like something that was brought up last time we talked about one of these topics um, was it, it, it was mentioned that like, Oh, the government shouldn't be like uh, taking care of the kids. The parents should be taking care of the kids. And someone brought up, well, okay. It's very common for work hours to be longer there. Yeah. The parents might not be home. So like the the government is trying to step in to help with that because a lot of a lot of them are not home and can't afford a nanny. Um, so like it's it's kids just alone at home by themselves. So they're trying to exert some amount of control there. That's an unfortunate thing that's becoming a little bit more common here, but is not really a standard in in North America. I would say so. It's something that is foreign um, to me, and that's that's not something I would have necessarily expected. But if the kids are just running around at home alone trying to force them to do something else other than just play games might make sense. I don't know. Um, it's a situation I've never had to deal with. So it, I don't know. It's, it's very, very different. I mean, Tim one hour all at the same time seems a little odd, but Tim know. SP uh, says, I think every generation has their vices that they, you know, attempt to protect children from. Uh, when I went yeah, to university, my good. dad kept warning me about card players who flunked out when he went to school. They spent all their time like playing cards instead of studying. If you want to do stuff that isn't studying and there will always be something you can, what is that? You can push the circle down the road with a stick, but you can push the ring down the road with a stick, whatever that old game was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People will find a way to distract themselves. Play some, play some kick the can, some, some ring sticks, yeah. some uh, ball in a cup. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, I hate it. I, you know, I think it's out of touch. Um, I think that treating, treating video games, like there's some kind of, of the devil that should be basically, I mean, it's in a way this is more regulated than, you know, even legitimately dangerous substances are um, in many parts of the world. Like I, it's, it's kind of, it's just baffling to me, but I also never really had uh, the very, very toxic gaming experiences that some people seem to experience, right? Like I, I never was so addicted to gaming that it prevented me from functioning in my day-to-day -day life. And I know that that right. is a thing that some people do experience. But here's what I want to know is, I mean, China is, whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, is an authoritarian regime, right? So what? who's to say that this isn't just an experiment? Well, let's start with the kids because we can kind of, mm. oh, but think of the children it uh, in order to justify it. And if it's a success then we roll this out throughout because from a from a government standpoint, why wouldn't I just prefer if everyone was being productive? You know what I mean? Like video games, yeah. 
they they I, you know i don't know if you could i don't know if you can prove that it is indisputable that indulging in online games affects normal study life and physical and mental health but you can certainly indisputably prove that it's not productive it doesn't produce anything well there's i don't know there's some like uh, especially in in the times of covid i would say it's a, it's a good way to get social energy out like if you and all your friends jump online like that's a that's a social activity um but it's there's also different types of what does it produce happiness no nah, that's not a product <laughs> uh, you can still produce happiness it's a it's a drug in your brain uh okay i mean i guess okay we want to talk now you're producing dopamine hits i mean by that logic why don't we all just do hard drugs then i know i think That's it would productive, be then by I your don't think definition it, okay so dopamine would come from the game itself but I, I believe the social pleasure would be something else not dopamine um i can't claim enough to know to name it off the top of my head but um uh, serotonin is that right i don't know anyways i i think there's there's benefits that you could argue that could come from it but I don't know. Uh, John I think it's Wick, very easy to argue the otherwise. John Wick yeah. in the float plane chat says, yeah, let's just destroy this multi-billion dollar gaming market. Um, honestly, right now, it seems like the CPC gives exactly zero f***s about the economic damage of their policies. I mean, you see the way they're cracking down on big tech over there. Uh, honestly, some of the things they're doing are moves that I completely agree with. Not all of it, obviously. but They're specifically going after billionaires in china yeah in in a in a negative way like they, they are trying to crack down on billionaires in china it's it's very different to hear that's another one of those things where like i'm just it's very different over there so it's uh it's difficult why don't we jump into our next topic here um reddit has banned uh covid denial subreddits citing rule one as justification so why don't we start with this rule one what is rule one um remember the human reddit is a place for creating community and belonging not for attacking marginalized or vulnerable groups of people everyone has a right to use reddit free of harassment bullying and threats of violence communities and users that incite violence or that promote hate based on identity or vulnerability will be banned that is rule one Okay, so let's how that applies. Go back a little bit here. Um, Reddit banned r slash no new normal specifically, and then quarantined fifty four other subreddits for breaking rules and spreading COVID COVID misinformation. Uh, so this comes after many other subreddits protested the amount of misinformation being spread on the platform. With a post on r slash vax happened reaching a hundred and ninety thousand. Upvote. So let's go have a quick look at that. Reddit is taking a hot minute to load here. So that's um, really unusual. Uh, hello, Reddit. I yeah, tried as well, but it's taking a long time for me too. And taking a really long time. No action was taken right away. Uh, the ban slash quarantines came a few days later with no response from Reddit administrators in the interim. I'm still waiting for that page to load. So Reddit admins made a post roughly a year ago outlining their mission statement regarding COVID-19 misinformation. So they added a misinformation report flow and called on mods and the community to report as much as they could. But here's the thing. 
Um, Reddit has kind of been a safe haven for unpopular opinions, unpopular sentiments for and illegal things. As much as much as they don't want to admit it, there is a huge amount of uh, illegal activity that goes through Reddit, just straight up. So how do they reconcile that legacy with this kind of a move? I'm not going to say that. Especially I... when, especially when rule one is like really ambiguous to be clear, but also doesn't really seem as, as totally okay with this as I am. Rule one doesn't really seem to apply a huge amount here. I mean, so apparently one of the big reasons for it was that, um, r slash no new normal was brigading uh other subreddits so they were they were kind of uh spamming and creating a toxic environment in other okay. subreddits and that is something that is not permitted uh that would go under harassment probably that would go yeah bullying. so that could very easily be yeah harassment bullying um it would it would surprise me if none of that brigading contained threats of violence. I mean, that is something that people will frequently uh, just kind of casually throw around well, on the internet yeah. when they wouldn't in normal conversation. I mean, like, how many times have you heard? Um, I mean, how many times have you heard this one? Uh, you know what? What the f did you just f say about me, you little? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs. I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al-Qaeda, and I have over 300 confirmed kills. I am trained in guerrilla warfare, hey. and I'm the top sniper in the entire U.S. Armed Forces. You are nothing to me but just another target. I will wipe you the f*** out with precision the likes of which you've never seen before on this stuff. Like, that's the kind of thing that people just copy-paste for lols because it's funny on the internet, but you would never actually talk to anyone like that, and that's supposed to be why it's funny but a lot of people sort of didn't catch the joke um the the al-qaeda included in there is really starting to date that copy paste yeah yeah um, yeah we need to update we need to update the copy pasta let's find another forever war that uh the u.s yeah. starts and then we can make a new copy pasta nice. um so what does this mean for reddit like you know yeah this is this is misinformation it shouldn't be spread but i it's not hate speech so it's not uh it's not illegal like that's one of the that's one of the key lines there's there's plenty of illegal stuff that actually does well, happen they, on reddit but they can do whatever they want right like it doesn't matter if it's illegal or not if they don't want it to be on the platform they can remove it um we've talked about this in the past this isn't a government website it's a private website they cited a somewhat weird rule and they should maybe consider if they do want to stop the spread of general misinformation in the future, they should maybe consider including a rule about that. Enforcing that's going to be incredibly difficult, nigh impossible. Um, but I don't know, maybe it's just super selective. Not Gilmore sure. D in the float plane chat just, uh, just <laughs> sent the greatest chat I think I have ever seen in the history of our entire live streaming career. Um, you know, talking about like how people talk to each other on the internet. He goes, it's amazing how many 12 year olds have my mom. It's like, <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> Those 12 year olds, yeah. they really get around with the older ladies. You know what I'm saying? It's really impressive. Yeah. Someone should really do something about that. Yeah. We, I mean that, that right there is 
an indisputable threat to these teens' normal study life and physical and mental health. <laughs> Going around like all these, all these, uh, you know, mo- moms. It's, yeah, yeah, they, 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 those moms. They might have been around themselves. You could, you could, you could catch something. You got to be careful. Yeah. So we need to start distributing a lot of condoms to a lot of twelve-year-olds, and <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be the way we fight this. I'm sorry. What is this show even about? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. Um. Anyways, yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's a it's a private platform, right? They they can do whatever they want. So I I don't know. They they can cite rule one. It doesn't matter if rule one is applicable or or not. They could like cite rule number sixty nine and the the like text for rule sixty nine is just nice. And they could be like, that's why we banned it. It doesn't matter. The private platform they can do whatever they want. Yep, that's um, fair. I just so, think that I don't know. Given what it means time, for Reddit, I don't know. Yeah, Reddit. I mean, Reddit has Reddit. I'll, I I got to be honest with you. I never really understood why Dig needed to be replaced by Reddit. Um, from from just a, a from a, a a very infrequent user's perspective, I never really used Dig. I never really used Reddit. So. I'm sorry if I'm not sort of well versed in the sort of the cultural differences between the two websites. From a functionality standpoint, obviously Reddit is is way ahead now, but back then I, I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand why you would post something on Reddit instead of Dig or why you would. I do know consume. at the time that that kind of shift happened, there yeah. was a lot of other alternatives as well. But the point um, I was trying to make is that another Reddit can clearly come along because the other Reddit already, um, already so existed my, before. My counterpoint was at that point in time, there was a lot of turmoil in the space, and right now there is none. And I think Reddit has so much market share and so much ubiquity that it would be very difficult to overcome Reddit now. And back then when Dig was starting and these types of like mass multi-news sites were kind of popping up. There was what's dig. Oof. Yep. Um, <laughs> there's two G's there, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it was like it was a really big thing. There was tons of different competing websites, and it was it was a war to see which one was going to win. And a few of them are still sort of around, but Reddit is clearly um, like absolute massive amounts beyond all the other ones. And I I don't think it would be very easy for one to take over now, just because you'd have to win over so many subreddits it would be crazy there's so many communities dialed into dialed into reddit it has become yeah. back in the day a ton of different creators not just tech creators a ton of different creators would spin up their own forums right now people just do reddits subreddits yep it's, um it's a lot easier it is yeah for sure and i i think that's something within our space, so I understand it. But I'm sure that same type of activity happens elsewhere. Just like people used to make their own vent servers, now they do Discord, all that kind of stuff. Things are are narrowing down into smaller amounts of platforms. We should totally get like a Mumble server going, just for just for old times' sake. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. I'll get I'll get it hosted at the at the at the office or something like that, and we can all we can all chat on Mumble. 
We'll have nice. to do the WAN show. We'll do our we'll do our call with each other over Mumble. Oh crap, no video. Okay, well forget it. Well, well, we'll 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 have Mumble right. running in the background, and we'll both just have it muted. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It'll just be sitting there reassuring us. Yeah, I still exist. Um. Okay. But yeah, I think that's about it on that topic. Yeah, it's all I really have to say. Um, that's okay though, because we've got even more controversial things to talk about, like this message from our sponsors. sponsors. <laughs> hey, yeah. freaking got them. Thanks to Team Group for sponsoring today's show. To celebrate the back-to-school season, Team Group is giving you the chance to win some new computer hardware. To help speed up your schoolwork, Team Group is giving away two sticks of their 8-gigabyte T-Force Vulcan C 3200MHz RAM, a T-Force Vulcan 500GB SSD, and the Team Group PD400 480GB portable SSD. The rules are simple. Just head over to the giveaway page, follow their social media pages, and refer friends for extra entries. The giveaway ends September 22nd, so hurry and enter now by using the link in the description or by going to lmg.gg forward slash team group giveaway. Again, that's lmg.gg forward slash team group giveaway. Luke, can it, I have a 10% mentioned... discount for, for how long float plane has taken? There's not a chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> they mentioned if you have your own domain. We're, we're done the sponsor spot, right? We are, yes. I, I wonder. Oh, I don't know. Probably not. I, I would really love to tell the story of the domain flowplane.com someday, but I we probably just shouldn't. Oh man, it's it's a heck of a story. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Tell it's the story. Quite a story. I wanna yeah, tell tell the story. Tell the There's story. parts that I don't know if we should go through though. I I I, th- I think the people have a right to know. I think the people have a right to know. Um okay, so Back in the day, there wasn't a domain. Floatplane started just on the forum. Um, it was genuinely called Rip Vessel. Um, yep. It wasn't called Floatplane for a while. It was just a forum section called Rip Vessel. Um, Nick came up with the name Floatplane. We, we decided to run with Floatplane. But we couldn't get Floatplane.com. Someone owned it, and we couldn't figure out who. It was being parked. They wouldn't respond to any of our stuff. Um, we tried to seize the domain because it seemed genuinely completely inactive and the people wouldn't respond to our attempts to purchase. And there's some weird clause where you can kind of do that. Um, it basically never works, but we were genuinely interested in the possibility that it was completely abandoned. So we were kind of probing for that. Um, that way, I'm, I'm feel like I'm forgetting some parts. I have some docs with notes on this that I'd have to bring up, but um, it took this was a very long process of us trying to hunt down this domain. Yep, during the process of trying to hunt down this domain, we found some names and started trying to follow through with like who these people are. Yeah, um, and ended because, up in this. Oh, and part of the reason for that was that. If it is impossible to get in touch with the owner of a domain, you can actually file to have that domain um, like revoked yeah. from them. You you yeah. are you you must be able to contact the owner of a domain. They need valid contact information. You can be like, hey, this has clearly lapsed and no one's actually holding this, so uh, it should just be available again. That is a thing and, that happens. It's one of the ways they- that domains can get sniped. It's pretty uncommon. It is possible. They can absolutely ignore you. It's just that their contact information does need to be valid. Yeah. And there were issues with their contact information. Yes. So we were trying to pursue that. But we also didn't really actually 
genuinely didn't really just want to rip it from someone like no. we we but their contact information had issues and we wanted the domain so we were trying to work on it um ended up finding some names attached to it but it was like this weird nest of of people um it, it seemed like a group of people owned a very large list of domains and had owned them and had parked them and done nothing with them ever for a very, very large amount of years. Yep. Ended up uh, narrowing it down to one person um, who, do I go into it? Do it. Uh, okay, so they were a Freemason. I found the person who owned it by finding a Freemason website that had like ancestry details and I was able to go through the family lines and find the person who was currently alive who owned the domain. <laughs> they were in a completely different country. Um, <laughs> um, we tried contacting them. We tried sending mail to um, two of their home addresses because they, they have houses in different countries. Um, they were ignoring that. We sent multi mul mail multiple times. They kept ignoring that, kept ignoring that. Um, one time... Linus had to go on a trip to film a video. Yeah, in San Francisco. So I don't remember whose idea this was. I feel like it might have been mine, but I genuinely don't remember whose idea this was. But we decided, hey, just go knock on the door and see what happens. Hey, I want to buy your domain. <laughs> so um, he knocks on the door and um, I would say kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, young, young, accurate, young man, yeah. young man, young man. Yeah, not. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, kid is not fair. Young yeah. man answered the door. I don't think he really realized right away, but it turns out he was a fan, so he knew Linus. When <laughs> Linus knocked on the door, um, then there there ends up. I don't want to go into too many details here, but the the father did not live there. Yeah. Like, this they was were still... a, this was an ex spouse situation. Okay. Yeah. yeah that so oh. the the ex spouse was living in the house with the the uh mutual son, okay? Yes. Yeah. Um it's the father that owns the domain though. Yes. So we didn't really get all the way there and that's why the mail was ignored. Yeah. Is because they didn't really care because it was the the dad. Yes. But through the son's connection, we were able to get in contact with the dad. Yes. The dad is not low on the totem pole with the Freemasons. Um, ha didn't really care about us wanting to buy the domain because didn't really care about our money. Which we didn't um, have a lot of. True. But still didn't really care. Uh, <laughs> the... the he kind of shot it down, if I remember correctly, before we even really got to the the point of talking about funds anyways. Um, what he was potentially interested in was uh, entertaining and potentially career advancing his son. Yes. Um, so we... Wait, we... hold on a second. A Freemason being about making connections? <laughs> no, they wouldn't do... They would, they're not into that. Never. Okay, I'll um, let you continue the story anyway, but I really think this is this is totally far-fetched <laughs> There's some now. flaws here. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh, no, but no, I think no, I'm no, doing, no. To be clear, no, you've, okay. got, I think you've got the story bang on. I just, I was okay. just teasing yeah. you. So we we flew uh, him and his mom yes. up to LTX. Yes. Man. Now I'm, man. 
So, so the part. agreement was that the price was contingent on us entertaining and and hosting uh, the son and kind of showing him around and sort of making that connection. And the mom um, uh, reluctantly agreed to accompany the son because uh, he wasn't allowed to come on his own. And um, I, I would never want to speak ill of anyone, but um, the conversation we had when she discovered that we didn't have Uber in Vancouver was one of the probably the dumbest conversations I've ever had in my life. Um, you don't have Uber, Uber? Well, how are we supposed to get there? And I was just like, a taxi, a bus, walk. I don't know. Um, you're 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 a gross woman. Like I, I, what I'm your I'm your life coach now. So it, so he 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 attends LTX. Um, we do an office tour. Yeah. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> uh, that's a sidebar thing. We we do an office tour. I think he's kind of enjoying himself mom no not even slightly um the trip is pulled early they yeet the heck out of there um they they go back home uh plan not cool the uh the the dad was not stoked about this um because he didn't really get entirely what he wanted he wanted more time there and stuff yep but understood it wasn't our fault yes yep yep was was quite understanding about the whole situation um but still not stoked no delayed a little bit but not that long like it was totally fine i think they were just having conversations on the back end and then eventually we settled on a price which was kind of what we were aiming to pay without having done any of that stuff yeah so you know whatever it still wasn't cheap it was, uh, what we, was it, 10 grand, I think? It was 10 grand. I think yeah. we paid, yeah, 10 grand. That's actually not bad for a 10letter.com. True. Like, with actual yeah. dictionary words. That's, yeah. it's not bad. Um, now, in fairness, LTX 18, I guess this would have been. I think it was 18, yeah. was pretty ghetto. Like, it was not, <laughs> um, it was it not. A lot more stoked if it was the most recent one. Yeah, Yeah, uh, it was not the the most amazing expo we ever did. I could understand, you know, the mom being like, there's nothing for me to do here. The mom also could have just like chilled and like shopped or something because the son was a young man, not like a small child. And like Vancouver is a pretty cool place. And like, we're just a bunch of tech nerds. What are we going to do? And if he was genuinely enjoying himself, like I got that vibe. I don't know. Wasn't there a whole thing where um, because they flew out early, they like wanted us to pay like the higher price of the return flight. I remember there was some debate around that and we were kind of sitting here going, well, it's not our fault. You didn't take the flight we gave you just because you hated LTX doesn't mean you have to leave Vancouver. Like I, that, that I don't necessarily remember too much. I, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just, it's been a long time. Um, so i'm like so confused this this was genuinely what do you think like my brain is telling me like seven or eight months oh it was it was a long period of time it was it was i had a word doc i had a word doc that is still somewhere 
that's I'm pretty sure like five or six pages long. Not not trying to like save this story so I'll remember it later. Trying to collect all my notes and stuff so that I could track these things properly and like have website links to things and like all this kind of stuff so I could I could figure all of this out. This was actually like a really <laughs> major project trying to acquire this domain. Um and not because it was necessarily expensive, it was because it was genuinely quite difficult to do. Um now that we have it, it's yeah. just yeah. The the name of the platform is not changing. Yeah, <laughs> just too is it a great name? There. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> is the name changing? No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, it's not. Um, all right, why don't we jump into another news topic? Oh, actually, LTTStore.com. The dad hats are live. People have been asking about these because we, uh, I have been accidentally definitely wearing them on camera a lot. Uh, sorry, Nick. I know that you hate it when I do that, but they're just, they're so comfortable and cool. Uh, here they are. LTT dad hats. Your dad's fashion's finally cool. Ha ha. Thank you, Sarah. That's got, that's gotta be her, her line. Uh, there they are. So we've got them in all kinds of different styles and colors. Uh, hold on a second. Let me see if I can figure this out. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. there we go. Hmm. Where's, the scroll oh, thing isn't working. It's not working. Luke, help me. Why? Okay, hold on. Classic. Okay, component. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's a float plane thing for the team there to figure out at any rate yeah, uh, on? one of my favorite ones is uh wow there's a lot of pictures with that scroll not working that's going to be uh that's going to be a challenge and a half i wonder if the amount of pictures had something to do with it this is a very very large amount of pictures uh yes this is a it might not holy this is one of my favorites though um that is really a lot of pictures. Okay. Well, at any rate, we have lots of different styles and we have pictures and, oh, wait. Okay, so hold on a second. When you have a classic, okay, it works when that variety is available, Luke. See this? Oh, so if I go gray, so not every not every embroidery has a color, and not every color has an embroidery. Correct. So you have to like find. Okay. So washed black components and RGB are both things. Uh, automatically is only in uh, khaki. It should probably like Something. have a little like shake like flash red shake thing or something to indicate that there isn't something there. Yeah, or something. Anyway, they're super nice. Go get one. Uh, LTTstore.com. All right, what else we got for topics today? Do, 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 do. Oh, Apple News. The walled garden begins to fall, or the, the wall around the garden begins to fall. South Korea, this is part one. South Korea passes a law forcing Apple and Google to allow third-party payment processors in the App Store and Play Store. South I Korea's... wonder who could benefit from this. I know, right? In South Korea. I wonder who. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> LG! Oh, no, just kidding. They closed down their phone division. <coughs> Samsung! 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, South Korea's National Assembly has voted to pass an amendment to the country's Telecommunications Business Act forbidding platform holders from forcing developers to use the built-in payment system. Such policies would have prevented Apple and Google from removing Fortnite from the iOS App Store and Google Play Store. Uh, President Moon Jae-in is broadly expected to sign the amendment into law soon. Tim Sweeney was obviously happy about this, but then went and made it kind of weird. Uh, as President weird. Kennedy said at the Berlin Wall in 1963, today all developers around the world can be proud to say, I am Korean. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, um, he made it weird. Yeah, I'm sure, like, to be clear, like, I understand the sentiment. Like, you should be, you know, proud to something the lawmakers in your country sort of understand that this is uh a, like kind of antitrust issue i don't know that i don't know that this kind of an achievement makes me proud to be like from the country that you know did it or whatever like i could see americans being all like rah 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 man on the moon or whatever but i don't know that this is like a an astronaut on the moon kind of situation anyway um, in part two of this discussion, Apple lets reader apps include a link to pay outside the app store in a move to shake off a Japanese investigation. So a this we talked about last week. Yeah. So reader app is Apple's name for apps that simply give the user access to a library of content they have already purchased. So this includes Netflix, Spotify, and Kindle. Currently, these apps avoid Apple's 30% cut. Well played. Simply telling users that they can't make an account in the iOS app, but once they're a member, they can start using it. Uh, when this new policy is rolled out, reader apps, but not games, because that would be too obvious, can link directly to their website instead of just vaguely on alluding sec. to well, it. One sec, one sec, one sec. It says, currently these apps avoid Apple's 30% cut by simply telling users they can't make an account yeah. in the iOS app. No, you can't tell users. Oh, actually, you're uh, obviously right. it's it's yeah. changing, but you that's yes. one of the biggest problems we had with it was that as long as we could just tell people like, oh, yeah, you have to go to the website to make an account or you have to go to the website to pay or, or something else like then that's fine. But you were not allowed to communicate these things. It was it was really frustrating. They they blocked our app. And like some people tweeted me and be like, no, this is fine. They're fine with this. They have blocked the float plane app from going to the store for us doing things like that in the past. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very happy things are changing. We're but totally like, these getting are vindicated. problems we have ran into. Yeah. Um, Japan's Fair Trade Commission says it will close its investigation of Apple, which has been ongoing since 2016, once Apple rolls out the policy. So here's what I want to know. Because realistically, Apple's just going to play whack-a-mole with this country by country until a major player sort of moves. So is the U.S. Apple's home turf going to just step in and say, hey... Um, you guys need to stop doing this. Do you see it happen? I, I don't really. Um, if it happens in the U.S., I see it happening. Not for like in in this case, it's it's their. Ooh, I could be saying this wrong. President? Is it president? Prime minister? Not sure. Leader? It's their country Head leader. Of state there. Sure. That's yep. a generic term. Um. I, b I believe it's the I president. I don't see it either. happening through that avenue in the States. I see it happening through things like the Epic thing that's going on. I so, see it happening from other companies 
and eventually becoming standard. Would you say precedence rather than presidents? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. But yes, I, I think it's I think if it happens in the States, it would happen through precedence. But I don't I know. I, I think I actually I lean no the other way. I think this is going to happen in the U.S. And I think that the U.S. has started to finally signal with um, an FTC that is, you know, actually making public what they're what they're talking yeah. about i think the u.s has started to signal that the free ride is over for big tech they're certainly not moving as aggressively as china yeah. against big tech um that's a whole boy you know you ever watch those uh, those time lapses of like you know hospitals being just like conjured in china during the the early stages of the coronavirus pandemic like infrastructure projects there are crazy yeah I, I don't so know things they, happen real they, fast in china they they have shown like oh yeah um it's been a long time since we destroyed microsoft we we have we have teeth still we've got some teeth but i haven't really seen a lot of action personally um going after blizzard like doesn't count in my opinion um that's that's some really low-hanging fruit that's fair i don't know then i'm not saying they shouldn't have gone after blizzard I'm just saying that isn't a sign of like uh, a form of governance that's going to like really, really crack down on on their um, anti-monopoly, blah, 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 blah type of law stuff. Um, that's just Thanks going that. after a company that well has put. some like, yeah, blah, 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 blah stuff. Um, that's pretty in, good. In other Apple news, Apple's CSAM, CSAM, whatever you want to call it, detection system has been delayed. Mm. Uh, so last month, Apple announced two controversial features that would scan iPhones locally for child sexual abuse material, or CSAM, before uploading to their iCloud Photos service. It would also alert parents when their children receive or send sexually explicit photos, and it would blur those images. With over 660 million paying subscribers and many more with free iCloud, this would affect many users because uh, Jonathan Horst, our very own Apple correspondent, learned in his iCloud video iCloud Photos is turned on by default when you set up any Apple mobile device. Today, they announced that they are delaying the rollout of these features. So in a statement to The Verge, Apple said, based on feedback from customers, advocacy groups, researchers, and others, we've decided to take additional time over the coming months to collect input and make improvements before releasing these critically important child safety features. So well, I hope it away, wouldn't affect many it's users. It's, th this is worded in an interesting way because it's saying the, the, the whole CSAM thing, right? Yeah. Um, in its current, I, and I know the last time we talked about this, we talked a lot about like, uh, the creep, like what, what continues to happen here, who's going to basically inevitably be able to steal this tool and go through everyone's, uh, photos and stuff like that. So like, I'm not talking about that right now. I'm purely talking about its current intention and iteration and nothing else, not the ramifications, none of that kind of stuff. Um, it's saying this 660 million paying subscribers, um, and more with free iCloud, this would affect many users. Again, hopefully not, because it's just detecting child sexual photos. So hopefully it really doesn't affect very many users. But um, I mean, I guess it's we'll see. obviously a bigger thing than it should be. And then we yeah. would like to think that it is. Um, yeah. What I want to know is if basically the only thing that's going to change is the way they're communicating it, because what it sounded like before was that 
your photos would kind of be like browsable to an Apple employee. Uh, but looking back at it now, it kind of sounds like that is not the case. So a lot of the confusion around this seems to boil down to where the scanning is taking place. So we know now it's happening locally and um, man, you know what? Here's what I'm going to call it here. I think Apple is going to change nothing and they're going to announce, yep, never mind, we are we are implementing this and most of the outrage will have died down and um, it'll be yesterday's news and no one will talk about it. I'm calling it. Speaking of yesterday's yeah. news, it was actually two days ago. Um, oh. A day off Twitch was a thing this week. Want to run us through it? Uh, the hashtag a day off Twitch campaign uh, organized by streamers Raven, Lucia, Everblack, and Shiny Pen. Shiny Pen? Shiny Pen? Uh, took place on September 1st in solidarity against the hate raids that are spreading across the Twitch platform. I just want to say I'm. it's been a while since this was launched, but I'm pretty sure we talked about this on WAN Show, and I'm pretty sure we said exactly this was going to happen when they first set up the tagging system. Um but let's let's keep going through this. Um, harassment on streaming services is sadly nothing new. Creators are now finding themselves targeted with a new kind of attack called a hate raid, in which they are flooded with new viewers and followers, but ones that are simply there to spam their streams with hate. Yeah. The hate raids are possibly. The hate raids, it says possibly, they're definitely a result of this. The the hate raids are possibly a result of the platform expanding its tag list to include 350 tags classified by gender, sexual orientation, race, nationality, ability, mental health, and more. It has made uh, far easy is made it far easier for racist trolls to find and harass creators. I'm pretty sure we talked about this on WAN show, and I'm pretty sure we said, wow, this is going to make it way easier for people to find so the people that they want to find. Here's the problem is, you know, as a platform, you're called upon to uh, increase visibility of minorities and, and help amplify their voices. I'm definitely um, not saying that you shouldn't, to be very clear. And, and, and that's a good thing. Um, but as, as Luke and I, I'm very sure discussed back when these changes were announced, um, how the it way was that done it's implemented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think what is, what's the word cringe? Is it yeah. cringe? Is there, is there yeah. a newer word? Yikes. Probably yikes would be a little bit of a fresh. Yikes. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Fresher I, th lingo. This was just the, the writing was on the wall for this. Like, like some, someone should have known at Twitch that this was going to happen the second someone suggested this idea. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they couldn't have done it, but they should have known it was coming and been very, very ready. Um, to, There's to no way to be ready for something like that, though. The thing about live yeah. chat is we've been, we've been through this ourselves a hundred yes. times is live chat is basically impossible to moderate on a platform at the same scale that Twitch is. Like when you have even, let's say it's not a thousand people and some of these hate raids were enormous. If you have even a hundred people dropping into a stream, the chat Be gets clear. moving super fast. The, yeah. um, there's, there's so many of them. Like you think about how fast this could be moving with each of them, even, you know, typing every 15 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever the default chat settings are. 
Um, you know, that's good. That's a really awful experience, not just for the streamer, but even for the other people in the chat that don't want to see that and don't want to hear that. And the thing it's, is, it's also really, really rough for moderators that like are a lot, a lot of these channels. And I'm saying this because the vast majority of channels on Twitch are very small. So I'm not, I'm not targeting this community and saying that their channels are small to be very clear. But just if you're a channel on Twitch, the likeliness is you're a small channel on Twitch. Yep. Um, I'm a small channel on Twitch. Um, the, the, you probably the don't have a dozen moderators. And, and even then, it's, it's going to be moderators and streamers that haven't dealt with that much activity before. So they're going to be overwhelmed, and it's going to be very difficult for them to act. It's extremely difficult to moderate a live chat, um, especially with a group of people that is probably used to just kind of hanging out with their friends, having a good time, and not dealing with this type of onslaught. Um, and there's other problems with it. So uh, if you're offline, um, it can flag your account, and Twitch can end up auto-banning small users. This was pointed out by Hikage over in the Floatplane chat. Um, and there's some, you know, some people are saying, you know, oh, well, the obvious way to fight this is uh, follower mode only or even subscriber only chat. But the thing is, again, if you're a small channel, which is who these people are targeting, right? You, you can't afford to turn off your chat, right? Because you're effectively, sorry, keep going. Yeah. You're effectively turning it into, uh, just a conversation between, a handful of people like that's not that's really difficult to engage with because a lot of the a, a lot of what's so great about twitch highlights is the interaction between these huge streamers and their enormous fan bases you know they do something and boom, chat explodes right you will never have that unless you unless you are an enormous personality on the platform if you limit who can talk in your chat so Basically, they're forcing you to either um, just deal with the abuse or remain obscure forever because you have no chat to interact with and you can't, uh, like, you can't really get into a rhythm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really rough, and and a lot of the verbiage that we've used is is people. We've been saying it, it like a lot of people are coming to raid your your stream. In some, I, I would wager a lot of these situations, most of the People aren't people; they're bots. Um, I mean, same could be said of just viewers on Twitch. Got them, got them. Um, and, and like, if you if you switch your channel to follower only chat, yeah, ten thousand bots can click follow real easy. Um, it's it's not it's not going to matter. I it's it's rough. Um, there's there's a there's a point here that says current hate raiders use one email address to register unlimited accounts. Wouldn't it be simple to limit this and make botting that much harder? Um, I'm going to insert some text here by making it so that you have to have unique email addresses. Um, yeah, but you can also like bucket create a very large amount of email addresses all in one big yeah. swoop. Um, so that is only going to stop very uh, not high end attackers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there will still be hate raids with that system. Absolutely. Um, the whole thing's just... They, they should have found a different solution that wasn't tags. Pretty much. Yep. Um, you know, th to be honest, though, it's tough because I don't actually have a better solution off the top of my head. Truthfully. Um, uh, well, it, if, if you want to, like, yeah, making it easier to... 
the 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 path of making it easier so that if you uh want users to be able to come to twitch and go i want to find a creator of this type and then find them yeah that's going to be pretty difficult um but you can still promote those users with with more more exposure to the you front page actually i have a better solution already um okay. so yes you can you can do what you were doing but one of the ways that youtube um curates your experience on the platform is they ask you questions about what you're consuming so when you when you watch a a video it'll give you like a survey that you can respond to to say what you liked about it. I found it really engaging or I found it funny or I found this or I found that. Um, and so, you know, something you could do is, and this would make it a lot easier to filter out bots before they can actually do any damage, is over time, as a user, an actual user interacts with content, you could ask them questions about the experience that would eventually guide you to an, an algorithmic um predisposition for this user to uh to expose them to these uh to these kind of, more, type of creator they're looking for yeah more niche creators or uh these particular groups and it's a longer it's a longer term fix but i think it's also a better one uh more elegant for it's it's a better one for both the creators and for the people who are looking for them to just sort of naturally be recommended people that you might find a connection with um it, it's mean, it's a difficult it's a difficult thing but yeah but it's with, well within amazon's capabilities yes. like yeah. it, to be clear we're not suggesting a solution that we could build we don't have the engineering to build something like that but let's not kid ourselves amazon absolutely can if amazon can manage to you know try to recommend you something to buy before you've ever even heard it i'm sure they can figure out who you might like to watch on twitch so yeah, no, this is not some kind of impossible mountain to climb. It's just a, a really, really terrible, terrible implementation. And the thing is, like, I, it's not like I take any pleasure from saying I told you so on this one. This sucks. No, this does suck. And, you know, it, it's it's just yet another it's just yet another reason for people who are already feeling disenfranchised to feel discriminated against it's it's adding insult to injury it's it's and it's just yeah. for me for me one of the biggest modifiers um you know for how bad i will feel about something is how unnecessary it is you know when um when when someone when someone um you know, when someone dies because they selflessly sacrifice themselves to save 10,000 other people, you know what I mean? Um, that's really sad, but some, some good came out of it, right? Like it was, it, it feels like there was something on the other side of this equation that was like, oh, but this was necessary. This is and how it's, it and it's be justified. Also, sadness is also not like essentially the only way to respond like you you can be or very anger out of you can be very yeah oh, you can be oh, very that, out of that person yeah like you can it's it's a very honorable act like you can respect sure. things like the, yeah but then you look at something like the sandy hook massacre and you go it was just utterly unnecessary you know um and it, and obviously it's, it'd be hard to come up with any good reason why a small child should die um but i can't think of i certainly can't think of a, a a worse one than for no reason whatsoever. Um, 
So, you know, for me, that's that's the thing that makes this kind of hate so much more offensive is how utterly unnecessary it is. The way that the people doing this are going out of their way. Like it's not they're, they're, you're you're walking. It's like it's like you're walking on opposite sides of the street. Right. And there's like it's a busy street full of cars. And you are like you're you're dodging in and out of traffic so you can go and bother somebody who's just walking down the street. Take a look at hang out with their friends, play some video games or do whatever else. And you're just ruining their day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks. Whole thing sucks. Yep. Uh, in other news, hey, we've got a big event coming up. Um, this is not necessary, but it's a good thing. So it's good. We are doing another game show. This time it is going to be PC or no PC. Uh, loosely inspired by deal or no deal. We're looking for two awesome people to be contestants uh, on September 16th in the Langley, Surrey area in British Columbia. But instead of money in the in the cases, we are going to have tech slash server slash PC hardware for people to potentially win. You have to be 18 or over, live in BC, Canada, and you must be vaccinated to attend. We will ask for proof of vaccination. If you are interested, you can sign up through the link below or you can find the link on a tweet that we posted yesterday. I look forward very much to seeing you there and it is going to be a lot of fun. Super chats? Uh, yeah, I think other than that, that pretty much wraps it. I missed some of the early ones because YouTube still hasn't fixed that bug. See, look, this is as high as I can go. How stupid is that? Anyway, the point is, Red Wolf, I recently bought the last 3080 at my local micro center three hours away, only for it to be a lemon. And I've sent it to Gigabyte and got it back with no fix. What should I do? Well, you should RMA it again because, um, or you should figure out why they don't think it's broken. That is under warranty, so it shouldn't be a problem for you to get it fixed. Uh, if a Gigabyte won't help you, micro center should, especially if it was broken right away, like you say it was a lemon. Uh, Lei says the gaming limit in China is actually part of a larger effort of making educating your kids easier along with things like banning tutoring schools. The end goal is encouraging people to have more kids. That is a fascinating way to go about achieving that goal. I wish them the best of luck. But th uh, this is kind of what I was talking about on that subject, though, is like there's there's so much we're ignorant to when it comes to China in general. So any of these policy things like, yeah, it sounds whack to me. But, like, I don't necessarily know, and, like, I, I don't think there is a lot of, I don't know. I, I like more freedom and autonomy and blah, 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 blah. But, like, I don't know what's behind it. I don't know what the reasons are for it. I don't know what the, the social situations are there that are like. I don't, like, there's so many variables that are up in the air. Yeah. Um. Man, there's any number of reasons that they might be banning these uh, tutoring schools. Uh, Nixon says, my brother's in Canada and he's your biggest fan. Hey, sweet. Um, CS says, hey, I'm a big fan. I'm trying to build my first PC, but I live in an apartment with carpet floor. How should I go about building the PC without damaging my parts from ESD? Uh, well, what we learned in our collab with Electroboom is that it's actually really hard to damage your parts with ESD. So there's that. Also, if you watch the first-person view build guide, it's this one right here. First-person, oops, fist-person. First-person build a PC. Uh, this one right here, first-person PC build guide, POV. 
I go through all the steps that you need to protect yourself from uh, zapping your components in that one. Uh, Rs Dragonfly says, it's not games that negatively affect mental health. Chinese parents fail miserably at giving their children a meaningful life. What are you even talking about? Why did I even read this chat? That's a really, that's a really stupid chat. See you later. Um, uh, Zapteralius says, I did my master's thesis on video game culture. There are numerous studies all pointing toward positive in video games that dwarf the negatives. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, you might make the argument that some of the positives we've gained from video games might be unnecessary if we were just all outside interacting with each other more. So if also, of the, yeah. also in what amount, right? Because they can still play for an hour a day. Yeah, which is actually like kind of a fair amount of that's time for a little kid. Pretty to play major video amount games. of time. Yeah. Um, Kang. You says the problem is that uh, in China, giant game companies are promoting games solely on microtransactions that kids would spend their family savings on it. Yeah, that's fair enough. There's already a limit on how much they can spend. Yeah, that was already a thing back in 2019. Uh, yeah. Ren says, yo, Linus, when are you cutting the beard off? I missed my twink Linus. Well, if to transform yeah. into twink Linus <laughs> is the only reason to do it, I don't know if that's a very compelling argument. Uh, Josh says, just here to say Australia needs to rebel in the name of freedom. Um, rebel. <laughs> rebel against what? Do you have any idea what that what the context is for that? Nope. Uh, when you first started talking about that, I was assuming he was going to be talking about internet connections because I very recently uh, checked how much we pay uh, to get people float plane in Australia and it made me... Um, very sad. So I thought he was talking about that. Oh, got it. All right. Uh, genius. Uh, okay. Next, man, what is with these super chats today? Oh, pull card. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kang Yu says it's a it's called a pull card scheme game similar to loot boxes. Okay. So this is elaborating on that. Uh, David Billa says got a really sick email from Nick Light about my LTT store account. Just want to let you guys know you make great stuff and have great service. Thanks. Can't wait for the screwdriver. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Kinestic says, it's an important and well-meaning thing, but the part that always annoys me about a day off Twitch and other social media blackouts is it gets to the day and people are mad because Aussies are streaming because time zones. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good point. And I guess that's pretty much it for the WAN show today. Uh, Raphael says, I bought a sad Linus desk pad. It is Pog. Hey, as long as it doesn't destroy your desk like it did with uh, Quinn. Did you, see, did you see Snazzy? Okay, it's bad. It's bad. Okay, so one day, okay, one day installs a sad Linus desk pad. Okay, next day, desk destroyed. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so you just be careful okay that quality it's heavy sad linus has evolved into angry linus all right we'll see you guys next week same bad time same bad channel bye Oops.